Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, so I just first off want to start by thanking you guys for being up here with us and just being willing to share your story, kind of get us a glimpse into those. Um, we are, we're just going to get started and kind of jump right in quick. Um, so first of all, we want to start out, Seth and Carrie, can you tell us a little bit about um, how is adoption a part of your story? So my name is Kara Mashmeyer. This is my husband, Seth, and our daughter, Sadie. And we just adopted her this last summer. Um, July 1st was the day that we got her. And our process went extremely fast. Um, even though we had actually gone through the home study process about a year and a half before, um, we had a couple private adoptions that fell through. And so we um, decided to apply to a placement agency. And two and a half weeks after we applied, we were driving to St. Louis to pick up our little girl. Mm, that's perfect. Okay, Jessica, can you share a little bit about how adoption is part of your story? Um, about two and a half years ago, I gave birth to a little girl, and um, I was already a single mom at the time, so I decided to make an adoption plan for her, and it's just been a really great experience for us, and we feel like we haven't lost now and that we've just gained more in our family. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing. So Jessica, you had shared with me, I had asked them just some questions beforehand, and you had shared with me that this time, during this time, was just really impactful on your relationship with God. Can you give us some insight into that? Like, what was that like? Well, I was a single mom. I was by myself, and I just really didn't have anyone else, so I used this time to really turn to God and um, just leaned on Him, gave Him my life, and just gave Him control over everything, and it was really freeing to do that, and just after that, I didn't really worry about too much, and I was also involved with um, a life group here, uh, the single moms group, and just have some really great friends there that have stood by me and just given me encouragement and just been there for me from day one. So God really used your community in a big way too, yeah. kind of just to put his arms around you in a practical way. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. What about, um, tell us a little bit about kind of during that, during your pregnancy time and was there anything that you felt like God was just kind of equipping you to walk through this or how, kind of how just personally, how did that affect your relationship? Did you go through times of fear and anger or just kind of talk through that? I was never angry um, with God. I was angry at myself for letting the, something like this happen because I had two girls at home already and I didn't want to be a mother of three on my own and didn't want to have to have a third one be from a split family like that. So I just gave control to God and he really showed me that he was in control because he picked the family um, there was a mix-up with meeting them, um, so I knew that he was a part of it, and he just really gave me peace about the whole situation, and, and yeah, I was never angry or, I mean, I was scared, but I definitely trusted him through the whole thing. 
That's so awesome. I love that. Thanks for sharing. So Seth and Kara then give us some insight for you guys on how um, kind of in the process as well as then after how it impacted your relationship with God personally, but then also tell us how kind of in both of your relationship, um, how it changed your view of the gospel now, especially. So during our whole process of um, wanting to grow our family, it was, uh, it took place over several years and there were a lot of years of heartache and loss. And so we, um, when we went into the adoption process, we were, just forced to rely on God. There were so many things beyond our control that we had no choice but to trust Him. And now after having Sadie, as we look back, if we had any, any of our wishes, you know, our prayers answered, that God would give us a child now, that, you know, the other things that we'd pursued had happened, we wouldn't have Sadie now. And so it's just been such an incredible blessing to see how God's plan is better, that he wants the best for us, that he, <laughs> that he knows what's best, and he will give us the desires of our hearts when those desires come from him. Yeah, and as far as the gospel part, uh, what I really like about it is, <laughs> you know, adoption is prevalent in, throughout all of scripture. You know, Moses was adopted. Um, Jesus was essentially adopted by Joseph, you know, and we're all orphans before we know Jesus Christ, as far as I'm concerned, and I think in Ephesians, it says that we're predestined to be adopted through Jesus Christ, so once we accept Christ, you know, we're part of that adoption story as well, and this is just a tangible um, example of that where we can see it, it gives me more appreciation and helps me uh, understand it a little better. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kind of to piggyback off of that too, being a mother to Sadie and just looking at her precious little face and to know that there's nothing that she will ever do to make me not love her or love her less, that has given me so much more confidence in knowing how God sees me and how God sees me as his adopted child and just more confidence in that love that he has for us. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so Seth and Kara kind of keeping along that line. <laughs> she has the stage. Um, so kind of keeping along that line, I love, um, especially with Jessica sitting here, I love how you guys just really, you intentionally elevate Je um, sorry, Sadie's birth mom. And so we're going to ask Jessica as well, but can you share with us how um, just that time of with Sadie's birth mom, kind of what that looked like and just that preciousness of kind of um, passing her off? So our situation was a little different than most um, domestic infant adoption placements. Sadie was already about four and a half months old when her mom finally made the decision that she um, wanted to find a family to adopt her. Um, her birth mom is, um, just has a lot of health concerns and was just unable to care for Sadie. And I just actually think it's really sweet how you have two older kids. Sadie's birth mom actually has two older kids also that she still has with her. And it's just really special to have her a part of our family and to be a part of her family and to have that open door of relationship um, so that Sadie's never going to have to wonder 
where she came from. She's always going to know I am with my mom and dad because of how much my birth mom loved me. And we just had a very unique experience where um, I remember sitting in the, in the room when Sadie's birth mom was going to, she request, requested to personally give her to us. And that was just very overwhelming for us. And I remember Seth and I sitting in the room waiting and asking our agency worker, he said, how does this usually go? And she said, this is really kind of uncharted waters. This isn't how it usually goes. This is a pretty unique situation. And there are just no words to describe the way we all felt that day. We all were full of fear and we were all full of peace. We were experiencing loss and all experiencing joy and feeling every, every, emotion possible all in one moment and it was the most beautiful and the most painful thing but it was just really so special for us that we were able to get pictures of that day all of us together and Sadie will always get to look back and see the unity and the joy and just it was just a really beautiful beautiful thing and we we just don't honor anyone anymore than we honor Sadie's birth mom so awesome. Thank you. So Jessica, then give us a glimpse. First of all, um, you have really great things and a great relationship with your daughter's adoptive family. Can you fill us in on that? And then at the end of it, can you just tell us a few things that really stuck out to you of how you were ministered during that time, just through the whole process? Um, we have a really great relationship with Kennedy's birth parent or er, adoptive parents. Um, we see them every other month and they live in Omaha and um, I frequently get pictures on my phone and videos once in a while and Haley even asks sometimes for parenting advice so it's just really great that she you know feels comfortable with me to ask for that stuff and and it also gives me peace of mind because she's reaching out in that way yeah so then kind of tack onto that how what are some things that stuck out when you were going through that time of people that just really came alongside you well and served you in that time um well I got connected with a gal from church who has a different story um and she shared with me her story and she really um is probably the reason that I went for adoption instead of the other way, and um, and so she really helped me out, and the girls at Collage um, had been there for me also, and Gaya actually asked me to be part of their video for their banquet earlier this year, so that was great, just being able to get my story out there, because just every time I tell it, it's just healing, and it just shows me that adoption can be a wonderful thing. That's so awesome. Thank you, Jessica. Okay, so um, one of the things that you guys, that you all have heard is that while God really does equip us in our journeys and in our walks, we really need our community too. And so it's been so cool. Kara, you shared a little bit. While you guys, you had a little bit of a wait with Sadie out of state, which was hard. And so can you share, what were just some practical things that your community did that you'd want to share and just encourage people to do with their communities? Yes, yeah, so we were in St. Louis for a full month before we got the go-ahead that we could cross state lines and bring Sadie home. And like we'd mentioned before, we had 
two and a half weeks um, notice of that. And so we didn't have anything for a baby. We didn't have anything. And so we were starting from scratch and just had very little time. And I was just, we were overwhelmed by the number of people that came and said, I have a car seat. Do you want it? I have clothes. Do you want them? We just had every need met just immediately. And so many of them before we even left. And things that were so helpful were like Target gift cards to go buy formula and diapers and things that a lot of people have nine months to prepare for and plan for. We had all of that to do really quickly. And not only that, we also, as you probably are aware, adoption is extremely expensive, especially when you go through an agency. So we had, you know, we had sent in our application and we were prepared for a long wait. We thought it could be two years. We have no idea. So we were playing, had all kinds of fundraiser things planned for that summer. And when we got the call, we actually got the call. It was the day they got our application. So it was like two days after we sent it that we were um, very likely going to be matched with Sadie. And so it just was a whirlwind. And so we um, had to raise a lot of money very quickly. And so we had some friends start a little give forward page for us. And I'm sure lots of you out here have contributed to that. And we're just so thankful because without it, we would have, it would have been, yeah. We just know God had his hand in it and had us protected and covered every step of the way. That's awesome. I love that. And um, really what we just want to communicate from that is that um, we really need our community around us. A lot of times in this, with adopting and foster care, the journey is really isolating and it's alone. And um, we feel like we're not seen. And so we just hope that, that you all heard that we need our community around us. And so we want to encourage you as you kind of take stock in who your community is and your friends and family, if they're in this process or they're journeying on any side of it, that you just reach out to them and love them and put your arms around them because it will be felt for sure. Um, yeah, well, finally, you guys, thank you so much just again for sharing your story. Um, we really appreciate your realness and your vulnerability and just being honest with us. Um, and then I guess our hope for you guys, like I said, is just really encouraging you to get um, just close to your community. And if you are, if you're considering starting this process or if you're in the middle of the process on any way or if you're on the other side, back in the, um, by the info center, we do have some tables. Compass is here. Christian Heritage is here. And then and also our adoption fund for here at, the, at Carnegie Free. And we would love to talk to you. And I know these guys would be willing, if anything stuck out that you want to talk a little bit more about or hear from them, they'd love to talk with you as well. So um, thank you guys so much for your time. We just so appreciate it. I'm going to pray to close this out, and we'll kind of go from there, okay? Oh, God, thank you for just this time, and thank you for the words that we heard. God, I am so thankful that, that what we heard up here clearly is that our stories aren't easy. Um, they're not perfect and put together, and they're not ending with nice bows on the end. Um, but God, at the end of the day, you are in the midst of the mess, and we also get to celebrate and honor you when things are beautiful and they're in, um, towards the end. And so we just thank you for that. We thank you that we got to see a picture of sacrifice love on all sides and that really it just points back to you and how you sacrificially love us and God I'm so thankful for this chance just to share God we ask for everyone in the room now that is um, kind of considering what might you you might be um, nudging them on or maybe how you're helping them process through wherever they're at in the journey and God we just pray for them right now and God I thank you so much for this morning in Jesus name amen